Well, hello, everybody. We're back. We're back. Long time no speak. Have you missed these voices? I bet they have. You've you've missed this, haven't you guys? Yeah. It's been a while. How long has it been? It's been two months. Yeah. It's March now. March. Welcome to March. Um, What a joy it is to be back here speaking with you. I know. We have missed it, haven't we? We have. We realised, guys, in our final episode that we uploaded the new year's one we didn't actually address here on the podcast that we were then going to have a little break in between seasons if you like a short hiatus a short hiatus just to yes gather our thoughts but um when we say this is now season two usually i feel like on a podcast does that mean that something's changed not always with the content okay not always sometimes nothing's changed nothing's changed (laughs) we're back and we're still gonna be addressing it's not just you topics Mm -hmm. but hopefully just a fresh take on some new topics that you've not heard fresh take new set of topics new thoughts new opinions but we felt like there's still there's still more we can get out of this this theme this topic so much and i I mean yeah is the concept of our podcast so (laughs) So yeah it's not there weren't really any other options to be honest (laughs) (laughs) um but it is good to be back recording and um, we've got some crackers of, of episodes. Is that, the right, yeah. is that the right phrase? It's going to say we've got some stonkers. Absolute corkers. <laughs> yeah, corker, not stonkers. Coming up in the next <laughs> few weeks and months. So so you've just got to, yeah, get back into the the um, <laughs> the flow. Although the only change is that we will be uploading. I was going to say bi-week. No, it's not. It's bi-monthly. Bi-monthly. Every other week. One podcast. Bi-monthly. It's not bi-monthly. Is it bi-weekly? Yeah, bi-weekly. Bi-monthly would be one podcast every other month. But then I thought, I didn't know if bi-weekly was two times a week. No, bi-weekly. No, we are going to be uploading. I don't know why I said it in a complicated way. Every other week. We're uploading every other week. I was trying to be fancy. (laughs) Failed. (laughs) Every other week, guys. Every other week. Just to, um, yeah, spread the content out a bit. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Just keep you wanting more. Keep you, keep you. Absence makes the heart grow fonder, more. as they say. But in between the episodes, we will be uploading content on our Instagram. So if you're not following us on Instagram, then do follow us at Safe and Rach. Underscore. 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 <laughs> Guys, we're, we're back today with an absolute stonk. <laughs> Just desperate to say that word, aren't you? No. Um, go on, Soph. What is our title okay. of today's episode? So today's title is, it's not just you who has had a crush. And then we're going to be chatting about the five stages of catching feelings. Yeah. So today we're talking all things, having a crush, fancying someone, there's someone that you like, and the universal stages of feelings that we all go through. The, the whole build-up and so, process. Yeah, this is all before having a boyfriend. This is having a crush. Okay, just before we dive into that, I've had many conversations with different people about what different words mean for different stages. So what would you say fancying someone? If you say, I fancy them. Oh, right. What, what level are we at with that? I fancy them, for me, is I've looked at them and I found them physically attractive. Okay. Because some people I think would say that fancying someone is when you actually you properly like yeah. them, like 
It's not just appearance. No. It's I've taken into account their personality. No, in as my a whole heads, package, I like them and I fancy them. Fancying is just like kind of a flippant, like oh, I fancy them, okay. or I kind of fancy them, like oh, I've seen them and like I'm just intrigued. So would that would that come pre-crush? Yeah. And then what? When does it go from crush to I like them? Uh, as it gets more serious. So I think it goes fancying. Yeah. I now have a crush on them. Yeah. I like them. Okay. It's like I establish. like them as full blown feelings. Okay. Yeah. And at that point, are they? Are you in a relationship with them, or can you like someone before you get into? A no, relationship? you can definitely like someone before you get into a relationship. Okay. Just checking. You can have feelings for people before. Anything is official, hundred okay. percent. Good. It's just good yeah, to clarify really good. these things. So those are the key words. Um, <laughs> we need like a little key. This is the index of this conversation. Fancy it's equals the oh, what's it called? Glossary. Yeah, never the glossary. use that word. We've got glossary. a glossary. The Sophie glossary. Um, so that's the words we're going to be using today, guys. <laughs> and it's probably not. It's just we might. No, we might. But we found this real, didn't we? We did that is gonna structure this conversation um we love a bit of structure so Should we read it out go on okay we're gonna read it in one go and then we're gonna break it down and go through each section and discuss in depth yeah so <laughs> strap yourselves in guys so here we go the five stages of catching feelings for someone stage one acknowledgement or noticing someone so you start to see this person everywhere they come come up in conversation a lot, whether by you or by someone else. Ooh. Stage two, curiosity. You want to get to know this person a little bit more. You don't know why, but something about, about them is appealing and interesting. Stage three, denial. 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 You don't want to admit that you actually have feelings for this person, but the reality is you do and you want to get to know them more. Stage four, infatuation you actively start talking to this person more and you want to be around them the feelings start to grow stage five confusion gets to the point where you realize that you have to make a move address the crush or let it go and then once you've gone through those five stages the crush normally is either heightened or dies away yes so that's what Gosh. that's what we're going to be digging into today. I hope that people listen to that and relate. When we read we those, we really related. And I think even if it's not all five stages, I think most people have gone through a few or experienced some of those stages. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So should we go back to stage one? Yeah. Let's so acknowledgement slash begins. noticing. So I think when we were chatting about this whole concept of the five stages of liking someone we we realize that there's kind of two different scenarios that this can or points that this a, a crush can develop from it can either be you've literally just seen this person for the first time and that's the almost acknowledgement stage of oh who's that like yeah or it could be a friend which is a slightly different process I would say like you've either got the process of going from not knowing someone and straight away you're like I like them or yeah. it, it goes from friends to more than friends yeah but it's basically that initial stage of you're at a social event you're surrounded by people 
and you clock someone. It's like clocking someone. Yeah. It's being like, who's that? Like who, sorry, who is that? Sorry, can someone tell me who that is? And then- Name, address, postcode. And then from that point on, you're just kind of like low-key watching them or you're aware of them or like you're, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? Or like you, basically they come onto your radar and then you're kind of aware of that person. So let's say you're in a com another conversation with friends and someone mentions that person, your ears prick up. Yeah. It's the ear prick up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a radar. The radar like, has gone off. This person has come onto my radar and now... Yeah, I'm, I'm hypersensitive. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be aware when they're mentioned. Yeah. And so, but what about if that is someone that you're friends with? Like, have you ever had it where you're friends with someone and then they, they let's say you are at like a social thing, they walk in and it's just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like you're seeing them in a new light. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but like, I, wouldn't, oh, wow. I wouldn't say that that necessarily happens from them just walking in. I think- Can if Maybe you, not walk, if, I don't no, know. But if you've been friends with someone for a, a long time- yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe. Maybe it is that New yeah, they, they have a haircut or something changes about them physically that you're then like, oh, like, do I kind of fancy you? But I would say more common than not with friends, it's probably like a conversation you have with that person or like almost like a realization moment of like maybe you're talking about them with someone else and, and you kind of realize, oh, there's loads of things I like. Like, I feel like it more yeah. happens like that. Yeah. So... Yeah, I feel like they're, they're slightly different scenarios. But essentially, overall, it's just the first moment, the acknowledgement moment of like, I am looking at this person in that way. Yeah. And I think when it's in the friends category, I think the acknowledgement is maybe more like acknowledging that, hmm, I seem to be paying quite a lot of attention, attention to this person in a way that I hadn't before or a way that yeah. feels more than just a friend Well, I'm way. even just kind of trying to think right now in, in light of my boyfriend that that is kind of what happened, isn't it? Where it's like, yeah. we were just friends and then you just view someone differently. <laughs> I'm trying to work out why. Well, it was just through a series of conversations, really. Yeah. Like sometimes it just happens like that. And I, I think... I, I personally think that girls are a bit more emotionally driven with these things. Yeah. Of, it's not, like you say, I think it's more rare for it to be, they walked into the room and my jaw dropped yeah. because I've just never yeah. seen them in that t-shirt yeah. before. And then they yeah. wore that one and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's more like, oh, you connect over something. Yeah. Okay, then stage two is curiosity. So... I think this is then just basically the next level of acknowledging someone. So from before where it was like, oh, like I've seen them enter a room. Curiosity is like, I'm now going to try and get myself into a conversation with them. Or just, yeah, you want to know more about, I think especially if we're going from that lens of you've never met them before or they're new in your life, you then want to know, okay, so who are they? Where have they come from? Yeah. What are they, what are they interested in? But I, I do think it becomes a stage of you beginning to act a bit in terms yeah. of like, let's say you find yourself in a conversation with them. Yes. You're prolonging the conversation. You're not just shutting it. Like you're not, you know, you know how, yeah, you can either continue a conversation and go deeper or kind of like end a conversation. I would say like 
yeah, if you find yourself chatting to them, you're kind of like, oh my gosh, like, okay, like Quick. you're really listening. Make the most like, of every second. You know second. that thing of like, you're like taking it, like you're remembering things that they're saying more yeah. than an average person. Yeah. Like, oh, they don't like chips. Okay, yeah. like they don't like chips. They don't like chips. Like, And then it's like the next conversation, like, you know where you're like, so, oh yeah. Like, eating any <laughs> chips lately? No, because you don't like them, do you? And I remember yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> have you ever had it where you just say something so like, or it's like it's so embarrassing that you've like remembered something or like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like. Or like if you're, I've been in conversations with other people who clearly fancy each other and it's just like the blinders on. So how's that book that you're yeah, reading? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually started reading it too. Yeah, and you're it's just really there good, like, should I go? What do you think of chapter two? <laughs> I thought that was, do you know what I mean? Where it's just yeah. any, any form of link that you can make. Yeah. Also, particularly, I think for you, the deep dive social media. Oh yeah, store. absolutely love a story. <laughs> this is where you, yeah, it's the curiosity thing, isn't it? Like, okay, you've clocked someone, you've clocked them again, you've clocked them again, you've had a combo, right? Let's find out a bit more. Yeah, <laughs> Facebook is a great place for that as well. If they have Facebook, some unfiltered. Would you ever do the stalk, just straight off clocking someone to like try yeah, and find their name? I feel like you have done that. What do you mean? As so if like, I don't even know their name. Yeah, or like just trying to like yeah, probably work. <laughs> just want to get to know the backstory. Yeah, you know we've got to know a bit about them. Where have they come from? Who are you? Yeah, but it is also helpful. But like, I just think so. The so you can, you can thing. pick up on some more content. The funny you could thing. drop it. Like you go on there, you go on their Instagram. No, it's so embarrassing. You see that they support Chelsea walking with a Chelsea <laughs> shirt on the next night. <laughs> What you support Chelsea? Yeah. Oh my oh, god! No way! Same. I'm a I'm a hardcore Chelsea fan. Mate, I believe. So like, who's your favorite? Who's <laughs> your favorite player? Um, yeah, yeah, Frank Lampard. <laughs> Brilliant. David Beckham. <laughs> oh yeah, Wayne Rooney. I'm thinking of going way back, like retro. <laughs> oh, you didn't know Wayne Rooney played for them? Oh mate, Are you sure you're a fan? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, what? Um. But my like favorite thing about this stage is just the awareness of where they are. I just find it so <laughs> funny. Like, I just keep visioning like you're at this big party, the room's full of people. Yeah, like we just all have it where you're just so like, yeah, your peripheral side eye is like, oh, they're there. Oh, here they're talking to, oh, they're like, you're in a conversation. You're not even focusing because you're just like side eyeing where yeah. they are. Because also you're trying to, you're trying, it's almost like playing a game of chess. Do you not think you're 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 trying to work out the moves ahead, which will enable you to have contact? So you're thinking, okay, I'm here, and they're talking to that person over there. So if I then go and go to the toilet, then I can come back and then I can start talking with this group. Then he might get up, go to the bar. I could get up from that group and go to the bar. He's like, if I go to the toilet, I can come back, wait at the door, and then intercept as he starts so, walking. Oh, oh hi. Like, oh, I didn't even know you were here. How are you doing? Yeah. I've not it's been ages. What was your name again? <laughs> and then get your Chelsea top out. <laughs> so click your phone and your background's a Chelsea flag. <laughs> yeah. That's just me. <laughs> oh, you support Chelsea too? Oh, I didn't oh. know that. Definitely didn't know that. So, do you know what I mean? You're going six steps ahead to just try. Oh, it's brilliant, guys. It's just iconic. Like, there's just nothing like I mean, it. I hope. <laughs> Imagine if it's like. Everyone in the comments just, I have never done that. 
I'm just like, yeah, neither. We're just trying to be relatable. <laughs> Our friend told us to say this. We've never done it. Okay, stage three, denial. Ooh. Denial. I think this is a pretty, a big stage to move past. Yeah. Because I do think that as, as soon as you're past the denial stage, it quickly becomes very real. It's yeah. all quite lighthearted yeah. and funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all banter. It's all like it's probably a bit of a joke with yeah, your mates. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, so you're yeah. talking so and so. Oh yeah. yeah. Ha ha ha. Like and you're probably getting in on that as well. Where yeah. You're like, it's oh, all yeah. just funny and you're kind of romanticizing it all in your mind. Like nothing's very serious. And then Then you're like, oh wait. It's probably like one one day you're just in bed and you're like, oh flip. Like I've actually thought about them nonstop <laughs> for the past twenty four hours. <laughs> E -e. Ooh. Uh oh. And then it's like, it's essentially just that moment that I think, particularly as girls as well, you we do often just come to of like, you just don't want to admit it to yourself. No. Because I think I think sometimes as well, depending on the context, there could be reasons as to why, like maybe you're just living your single life and you're like, I don't want a boyfriend, or for some reason or not, you just didn't really see that happening. I feel like all of those kind of things add to the like denial element or if you're friends with them, you can be an even greater denial because it's mm. high stakes. Tight, flip, this could mean some big conversations yeah. are coming. Yeah, like up. I would rather just pretend that I don't feel any of this stuff so that I don't have to actually confront it. But the reality is guys, I mean, maybe some people do just then lose the feelings and I'm sure you can but I don't know I think unless it was a really like fleeting just oh I saw them kind of fancy them a bit and then I just didn't really care yeah I think you I think you can be in the denial stage for a long time yeah do you know what I mean I think if do you, you don't if you don't push past it then I think you can just stay there for a quite, yeah quite a while but do you know what will always show you and like whether or not there's any feelings there if you envision them then dating someone else i think that or it's i think it's just even more simple than that of let's say all your friends agree to hang out and they are included and you're, you're gassed you're you're gassed because you get to see them or if yeah. they're not there you're annoyed because you're yeah. like Oh, well, they're not going to be there. I think as oh. soon as as soon as you're in that headspace of, also it's just like no, there's just so many thoughts that, like guys, it's just so obvious. Like, it's like you're getting ready for something and you're thinking like they're going to be there. Yeah, and it's influencing like the choices you're making. Do I spend half an hour getting ready or three hours getting ready? <laughs> do I wear this or do I wear that? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think I think the denial stage is yeah. I think you can stay there for a while if if you don't if you don't push through it. Yeah. But we've all been there. It's easier to just have the lighthearted crush than actually admit that you yeah. have So then let's say that you do like in most of these circumstances, like the person and you admit that to yourself, then you enter stage four infatuation. Mm. Oh gosh. Oh I think, gosh. I do think that as as soon as you admit something to yourself, it just becomes real. Yeah. Like we were saying, it's gone from a joke and a bit of a funny thing to yeah, I've admitted to myself that I like them. Mm. How long have you been in the denial stage for? 
previously. Oh, years. Yes. <laughs> Maybe one, one, two years? One year? Yeah. I don't know. I don't... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Can't tell if it was... It was before the last stage. My most, like... No, I think that's probably excessive. Yeah. I think months? one or two... Like, the, the elongated things is just, I think, more when it's a friend and, like, you're trying to put off acknowledging how you feel. Um, I think when you're in that stage, though, it's kind of like... You basically realise, okay, I either admit how I feel and I just fully blown end up liking this person or I cut all the feelings and I don't speak to them again. And I think it's often when you realise those are the only two options that you're like, well, I don't want to just cut them out. Yeah. So great. I just have to acknowledge that I like them. Yeah. And then it's like, once you've done that, you're just fully in it, aren't you? And I think to some extent, you just can't, it would be amazing if you could control how your feelings yeah. in those moments. Yeah. Of, yeah. I'm just going to tell myself I don't like them and then that'll be it. But I think the reality is, is like you, you can't control who you like and I think that's, how you feel that's towards genuinely been one of my biggest lessons with my boyfriend of like, I like, yeah, for one reason or another, like the circumstances of being in a relationship like when we got together, were not ideal. But I think ultimately it comes back to that really simple point of like, I can't control it. So it's like, oh, in an ideal world, would I just switch these feelings off and be like, oh yeah, great. Like, you know, I don't feel anything. And like, you know, maybe I can revisit this when it's like more ideal. Yeah. Can you do that? No. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, where you're just like, okay, so let's envision that I do that. So then I stopped talking to him. Like, I don't see him, you know, he does his thing. I do my thing. It's like, well, I don't want that. So it's just like, oh, like, I've not really actually got a choice here. You're going to have to roll with it. Yeah. The feelings have spoken. Yeah. And then, yeah, you're but in what the do infatuation you, what do you think? What do you think the infatuation stage involves in terms of, at this point, are you dating? At this point, are no, you I think, just... I think, well, I think, the in the denial stage you either then just acknowledge to yourself so I think potentially up until that point you could be holding back a bit yeah like out of self-protection and then you're like wait no I do just like them and then I would say from that point on it's like you just go all in and it's kind of like like where before you may be thinking oh I'm not going to do that or I might not see them this much or I might not tell them that thing or tell them that thing to like avoid getting hurt I think as soon as you just acknowledge like, oh, I do just like them, you then kind of give them your all in whatever context that looks like, even if you're just friends or if you are actually going on dates or whatever, you're just yeah. kind of a bit all in. I think it even goes back to when we did that flirting episode mm. and we were talking about how it can sometimes feel embarrassing to have someone say to you, oh, you were flirting with them. And I almost feel like once you get to the infatuation stage, you've moved past denial. You've owned the fact that, yeah, I do like them. You're like, yeah, watch me flirt. Yeah, you kind of lose that embarrassment of if your friends were to come up with, or, or even just even, like I've had it before where maybe you've told a couple of close friends that you like someone, but very much you're still kind of in the denial stage. You're like, oh, I don't know, maybe I do like them. But if, if someone in your wider circle 
maybe asked, you would probably just say, oh, no, 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 I don't. Whereas once you've put, once you've come out of denial and you've admitted it, I feel like you, there is a bit more freedom to share with others and go, yeah, I do like them. Also, what I would say is, is it's easier to come out of denial when you think the other person might like you back. Very true. When I actually think about where I've been in denial is because, again, it's just the self-protection of, well, I don't know how they feel. So it's easier to say, yeah, oh, I don't know. That's so true. And in those cases, I just, like you say, could not just back saying I like them. Because you were just completely in denial yourself of like, it's more I'm like, not. Yeah, it's more vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think there's just an ownership, isn't it? Of I am going to make more of an effort with them. I am going to try and talk to them in a group. I am going to spend more time with them because I like them and I've admitted it. Yeah. Rather than trying to hide it all and be like, oh, no, I don't. And. In my head, I really want to talk to them, but I can't because it's going to be too bait and everyone's yeah. going to make a comment and you just, you're just going for it. Yeah. And then that's when you enter stage five, which we called confusion or kind of, I guess it's almost like decision time yeah. of like, you then either have to like fully blown, have a conversation with your crush, tell them I've got feelings for you. I like you mm. or you don't. And you try and let all the feelings die and let it go, basically. Yeah. And then whether or not, obviously, it then moves forward is dependent on how they feel. Well, I think it's I think it's basically the whole thing of do I like this person enough to do something about it? Yeah. Or do I, do like I want to date them? Or do I like them enough that I can't not have a conversation? Yeah, because to me, the only way that you could not have a conversation is if actually, after all that, you think, ah, uh, you know, I kind of started to fancy them and like them, but when I actually sit down and think about it, I don't think I would want to date them, and I don't think I'd want them to be my boyfriend. So therefore, I'm just gonna leave it. Yeah, but if if it's a genuine crush and you genuinely like them, I I'm struggling to see a a once you've got to this point, I'm struggling to see why you wouldn't have a conversation with them. Yeah. Like I said, unless you just were like, oh, that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just literally that moment, isn't it? Of then like this crush that has been building, which could be anywhere from like, these five stages could literally happen across like two weeks or like three years. Yeah. Like it's so dependent on like the situation and how quickly you kind of, I guess, yeah, the context and how quickly you process things. But like, it's it all comes to this crescendo moment of like right the verdict's in do they like me back or not yeah <laughs> and also I think potentially until you've got to this stage the whole process could have been very one-sided yeah as in you could have not <laughs> yeah. had any sort of conversation it could yeah. and, and it's different it's different isn't it because I think you could be going through all these stages and it's being very much reciprocated. Yes. And you can tell, oh, I think they're in interested Which as is where well. I think it goes, accelerates quicker, the five st stages. Yeah, you know if I mean? you can tell they're interested yeah. and there's, you're, you're chatting and you're having conversations all the time, texting and hanging out. I think that's where you, yeah, it's accelerated and it's actually a bit more obvious that, yeah, we're going to have a chat and it's going to, probably end up with us dating but also this whole thing could have been very one-sided or not it's not been something that has been like oh we've I can tell they like me as well it could be quite like 
oh, I've just been developing these feelings and I have no idea how the other person feels. Yeah. But what I would say is, um, I think overall, the shorter these kind of stages are, the more healthy it is. The longer that these stages are dragged out, whether it's a result of like lack of clarity from the other person or being unsure of how they feel, just the more room there is for it to consume your mind and also for it to just become unhealthy where it's like, you know, like if you're in the denial stage for ages, it's not really healthy. Like if you're in the infatuation stage for ages, if you're in the, you know, just curiosity stage, I think like obviously each stage kind of takes time and things need to like develop naturally and gradually, but there does become a point where it's just too long. To be fair, I, I think I think the worst one to stay in is the infatuation stage for yeah. a long time because that's when you start to go down all these rabbit holes of envisioning all these things. Yeah, and which might not even be a reality. Yeah, and actually where I think it's just... Oh uh, yeah, I just don't think it's great to stay in that stage for a long time because it just leaves a lot of room to create a narrative, a story in your head of what could be and oh, this is potentially what could happen if we do get together and build up this big, you know, scenario of, of all these things that might might never even happen. Yeah, and I think in a weird way, sometimes just for some reason as humans, we quite like the whole like unknown and like the chase element of it or the like oh like this is quite exciting and I can't work it out but I would say like I remember a while ago like someone just saying you know the way that they'd got together with their boyfriend or whatever it had all just been really clear at all points they'd kind of known where each other stood and it was just like this healthy like development and I would just say as tempting as it is to kind of like play the games or like you know try and oh I don't know just sit in like you say sit in the like infatuation romanticize it you know all of that in the long term it's just not helpful like I actually think like the clearer that you and a guy that you're wanting to date can be even if it does like unromanticize it a bit the better yeah yeah 100% we don't just want to be wasting our lives away having crushes on people that don't like it's not going to go anywhere but I think it's all about safety, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's safer for you to just think things and imagine things than actually doing action. Yeah. Because then the dream dies. Yeah, exactly. And I think that Which is hard. It's it's a risk and, and that last stage of kind of potentially having to make a move feels risky. But long term, I think it's more um well it's it's better for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. gosh, the stages of catching feels, guys. It's just so funny how it starts so banterous and <laughs> harmless and then just so quickly becomes like flip. Flip. Yeah. Like, or you're just, yeah. So we're all for clear communication, as we always say on this podcast. Amen. But yeah, guys, the five stages catching feels. What would you add? What would you take away? Are, are these stages even relatable to you? Have you had this experience? I feel like they must be. Surely. But 
Yeah, we thought we'd kick it off our return with a, a relationship focused. Yeah. Gosh, you're literally shivering. I am shivering, guys. I'm really so cold. So quivering with the chilliness. Um, yeah. Should we leave it there? Let's leave it there, guys. We're back and we're happy to be back. We are indeed. And we'll see you in the next episode. See you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.